What's going on, everybody? Yo, yo. Hey, hey, hey. My name is Jamaria Johnson. My name is Marcus Johnson. <laughs> and welcome back to Our House, the podcast. Yes, yes, yes. We are so happy that you decided to come back and hang out with us. Thank you for coming over each and every week and hanging out with us at our house. If this is your first time, welcome. And if it's not, welcome back. We love y'all and appreciate all the support that we get week after week. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew you were about to do it twice. <laughs> I knew it. But no, seriously, guys, um, we're so happy to be back. And right now it is Mother's Day. So when you guys hear this, it will be the day after Mother's Day. So happy belated Mother's Day to all of you moms out there. You are loved. You are appreciated. You matter. All that good stuff. And we hope that you um, spent your Mother's Day doing something that you love. You know, if that's getting some sleep in because you haven't had much sleep lately. I hope that you got some good naps in. If you got to go get a manicure and pedicure, I hope you guys do that. Or just have a nice dinner or spend time with your children or whatever the case may be. I just hope that you had a very special day because you as moms deserve it. I agree. Shout yeah. out to all the mothers out here who holding it down for the family, being the matriarch of the household. That's right. And shout out to the GOAT, the greatest of all time, my mother. Happy belated Mother's Day. Hope you enjoyed your day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a it was a good day. We just got back home um from taking our moms out to dinner. And um, Marcus was like, okay, I'm ready to watch the game. So we need to go ahead and do this podcast. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I hope, you know, our mothers enjoyed it for that very expensive dinner. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Well, in their defense, I picked the restaurant. Yeah, so I can guess blame you for the price and structure (laughs) of this place. So What? I can just blame you for the price and structure. Oh, the pricing it. structure. I don't know what I thought you said. Who knows? I don't know what I thought you said. But yeah, I picked the spot. But I I picked it because I wanted you to be happy too. And I know that you like love the mac and cheese there. So. Yeah, but today I was a little disappointed in it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it kind of tasted real bland. Like the It wasn't bland. It was just lacking seasoning. But it was still it was still good. I guess the usual black person went back there. Oh, you don't even know who the cook is. I'm pretty sure they're black. You don't know that. Um, I want to bet that about 90% I'm right. Whatever. <laughs> Lord, please forgive him. For they, had him. The, they had the off cook, you know what I'm saying? The person who usually ain't there, they had them there today. Because the normal cook, I'm sure he went out. He or she went out with their their mother today. You're making a huge generalization right now. I don't care. Generalization right now. I do now. not care. Because you're probably wrong. No, I'm not. Uh, 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 I'm not wrong. Okay. Next time we go okay. on a regular night, like on a date night, mm-hmm. we're going to ask to talk to the chef. And we're going to see. We'll see. We sure will. We will. Anywho, how are you? I'm doing well. Anything you want to update the people on since the last time we talked? Nah, but I I will say that um, 
I've been sleeping on this show, and I'm glad I've been catching up on it. Uh, but the shop, the shop, mm-hmm. is that the LeBron James? The show? LeBron James. So I got really was sleeping on it. And I was like, yeah, I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna get to it. Um, you know, I thought it was gonna be something that it that it wasn't, but it's a really really good show. And like you're hearing like perspectives of people, um, that I didn't know that they thought that way. Because I never it, really paid them any attention. Is it a TV show or a podcast? Um. I mean, it's like a TV, like a talk show. I mean, it's like it's literally supposed to be recreating what happens in a black barbershop. Right. But I remember you made me watch one episode with you. And mm-hmm. then one day I called you and you said you was listening to the podcast. So so I was listening to it on my phone. Like but it was the, like the video. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah so it was like. So video. it wasn't a podcast. Well, I mean, I kind of viewed it like that because I wasn't watching the video. I was just listening. Sure. You were watching the video. I I'm sure you was glancing down at it every now and then. Y'all Marcus is the worst. I know I've mentioned it on here before, but he is the worst when it comes to safe driving. He's always checking social media while he's driving. It takes him forever to put social his media seat is on. not what I'm checking. You do check social media Sometimes. today. You hung up the phone with your dad and then immediately clicked on Instagram while you that were driving. It, no, you clicked I on it. It's like it's it. like that's like a habit for you to just you hung up the phone and you just clicked on. I'm like you are driving. What are you looking for on Instagram? And then you was like, "Oh, you set it down." But that just lets me know when I'm not in the car, that's probably what you do. Well, you know, you would never know because you're never driving. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, you sit over here trying to come at me. How about you start driving and let's see how how you do. No, how about you just drive safer? No, how about and you don't start driving and stop having me drive every, everywhere? Don't be on social media while you're driving. That's so dangerous. And I I need you to start putting your seatbelt on before you even pull off. You have to like be driving and then you'll be like, oh yeah, let me put my seatbelt on. Anything can happen within a split second. So you should, before you take your car out of park, you put your seatbelt on. Don't be rolling your eyes at me. Are you done? No. Are you done? Will you say you're going to do better? No. You're not going to do better? (laughs) I'm not about to get over here and lie. You're, Marcus. What? You need to try to do better for okay, real. Like I need you to to be safe. I want you to come home to me every single night. I don't want you to be scraped off some highway because you're distracted on social media or not wearing your seatbelt. So can you I please? I just really love how you take one time and just act it like it's like. It was not one time. A lot of different it instances. It was not one. There has been lots of it instances. I catch you on your phone all the time. Yeah, but and most of the time, I'm, I'm, it's a text message, not no, social media. Okay, that's that's bad too. Well, I'm just saying. like, let's A not, text message is bad. You check your emails while you're driving also, which yeah. is bad. So, But you try to make it seem like it's social media. And when I'm not even really on social media Okay, like whatever. You're on your phone. Okay, so, well, I'll give you that. Social media, texting, checking your email, they're all equally bad while you're driving. Well, I'm just saying. No, you giving this false narrative okay well excuse me guys he's not on social media all the time when he's driving he's just texting or checking his email while he's driving own up to that like those are better i mean i'm just saying i need you to to do better please and y'all the thing is like i try to hold him accountable when i'm in the car with him and in turn he just gets mad at me He's like, look, let me do me over here, okay? Let me do me. Do you want to drive? Do you want to drive? Yeah, because you always got something to say and never want to get on the driver's seat. Because you just shouldn't be on your phone why? while Let's you're driving. Let's talk about why you don't ever want to drive. Because I would rather you drive. 
Why? So you can sit on your phone and do whatever no, you want to do? No, because I just feel... Because you ain't, you ain't doing nothing else, but, but you be on social media the whole drive that we doing. If I'm not driving, yeah. Yeah, the whole time. So how about you come over here and let me get but a But when I drive, then I don't do that. Yeah, you be on your phone too. No, I yes, don't. Yes, you do. Not unless I'm, <laughs> yes, like, not unless I'm like changing the music or something. Oh, my. And so if you, I do get on my phone while I'm driving... I'm really working on not doing that. Like I'm trying to work my way out of it. So if you're in the car with me on the rare occasions that I drive. The rare occasions? Yeah. No, it's not a truth. rare occasion. It is rare occasions. That you drive. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. If there's rare, like I'm being honest about it on the rare occasions that I drive. If you see me pick up my phone for something other than to change the music and you call me out on it, I own up to it and I sit my phone down. But you, on the other hand, you're like, oh, look, leave me alone, okay? You get on my nerves. You get on my nerves. Stop bothering me. Like, you get mad. And I'm just trying I to mean, it really keep is not, you it's safe. It's not a fair comparison, you know, because you don't drive often. But it doesn't matter. No, but what I want you to realize is that, of course, if I'm driving all of the time, and I'm on my phone, like it's gonna be more prevalent that I'm doing it. But because you never drive, it's gonna be. I drive when I'm by myself and I don't and do I mean, it. I, I mean, I'm not with you, so I don't know. Yeah, but see, but with I, you, you do it when I'm with you all the time that you drive, and you drive a lot without me also. So I know you're doing it when I'm not in the car. And that's what scares me the most is that you do it when you're alone and it's distracted driving. So I just, I just want you to agree that you're going to be conscious of it and that you're going to try to do better. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I know you don't like people telling you what to do. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I just want you to be safe because I don't want anything to happen to you. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So. I'll try. You promise you're going yes, to try? Yes, I'll try. I need you to promise. I was about to say something. I should have said on this microphone. I, want you I to said prom- it, man. No, you said I will try. I will try. I That's want you to saying. say I promise no, that I, I will t- try. I just told you I'll try. Now, come on now. I want you to promise me because it, it means more when you promise. I'm going to try to do better. I promise. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. Okay. Anyways. We're talking about, I don't know how we got on driving because we were talking about, the, oh, because you were watching the shop while you were driving. I was not watching it. <laughs> I was listening to it. Okay. Anything else you want to update the people on from last week since last uh, podcast? No, I think I'm good. I think, I don't, I mean, I can't really remember at this moment what happened last week. Yeah. I don't think anything crazy happened last week. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. So, yeah, we yeah, good. We good. Okay, well, we can go ahead and move right on to the Marcus Money moment of this week. So, um, a continuation of last week because I know I talked about I was going to talk about credit, um, for high schoolers or even, um, you know, going into uh, you know, college mostly for you know. Young people. The young people going into to college and their parents are still kind of helping them, you know, progress. Uh, so here's our here are a couple tips that you can do with um, helping your your kid get on the right track, uh, because honestly, um, a lot of times this is not a, a, a subject that, you know, we talk about a lot in the black community. Um, we don't talk about credit. We don't talk about finance. We don't really talk have those conversations. So. What happens is you get 
that kid graduates high school, goes to college, and then starts, you know, making mistakes. Um, and then now they're behind, right? So now mm-hmm. they, instead of starting their careers um, with a little financial literacy, you're kind of starting at a disadvantage because your credit is messed up because you made, you know, dumb decisions or you just made decisions that you wasn't aware that was going to have an effect on you once, you know, down the road down the road mm-hmm. so here are a couple things that you can do to you know help with that um you know for for your your young adult so or if you are a young adult who's listening true same thing yeah yep so uh number one is make sure your your child's credit is his own um so a lot of times or her own his or her own um, you know, what that means is basically make sure that you're monitoring it because sometimes that you may have something on that credit report that isn't yours, right? Maybe, um, I mean, this is one of those things that happen in the black community a whole lot. We don't really talk about is somebody uses the child's credit for something of theirs. Yeah, that happens way more than people uh, like to admit. Nobody wants to really talk about that, but it happens. And then what happens is that parent or whoever it is, they don't, do what they're supposed to do and maybe they default on it and now the kids credit is messed up because of some choices that they didn't even make right before they even had a chance to make their own bad decisions right so um you know parents just make sure that you know you're monitoring your child's credit to make sure that everything is what it is and if for the simple fact that if you do decide to you know put something in the kid's name to kind of help right because sometimes i think parents are trying to do it to help build credit uh for them make sure that you're doing right by it like don't don't put your kid in a situation where you don't pay the bill and now their credit is messed up because you you know you You ain't ain't do what you were supposed to do right uh second thing this is like for i would say for teenagers for um young adults in college whatever parents 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 if you have a good credit card make your teenager or your child a authorized user on your credit card yeah um especially the ones that you paying on time right <laughs> right the ones that you don't really have a high b- balance on uh, but you have a, a lot of available credit mm-hmm. right so you want to put them on there because every time you pay you are helping build their credit right right so when i was um working and Jamaria didn't have a lot of credit. I put her as an authorized user on my credit card. Mm-hmm. All right. She now for our situation, I actually gave her the credit card mm-hmm. for you guys. If it's your kid, maybe you give it to him. Maybe you don't. Right. Depending on the child. Right? I'm Depending sure. on the child. Um, I think it helps if you, you know, have a good relationship and maybe they're out and something happens. They can use the card for emergency type purposes. So it kind of serves as a two, twofold type situation. Mm -hmm. But what it does is it helps build their credit and you know, it'll be better for them down the road because now they have established credit and the longer you have credit, the better it is. Right. Right. So the the duration uh, of your credit history is what helps push the score. So, you know, a lot of times kids, you know people will get out or kids will get out and they say well you can't get anything because you don't have any established credit right so i can't get that car i can't get that apartment because you don't have any credit right well if you do this early and put them as an authorized user they won't have that problem right and like he said 
you don't necessarily have to give them the card if you don't feel comfortable with that yet. But it's still like they're listed as authorized users. So they're building that credit without having to do anything at all. Right. Uh, number three would be um, have your child pay for something on his own um, or her own. And so Thank basically you. what that is, is it's saying it's teaching them that if you have something, you have to pay for it on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not saying that, you know, make it something big, but maybe it's just a, their portion of the phone bill. Right. Get them in a habit of paying something on a monthly basis on time. Um, that way that they get the understanding of how the world works. Right. Every month there's going to be a consistent bill that comes every month and you just need to get into a habit of paying things because in the real world, that's what it is. Right. And as a teenager, you don't really see that. So a lot of times parents will let them work and they kind of just spend their money on whatever. Right. And then at the end of the month, they probably spend all their money and they come ask you for something. (laughs) Right. So we can kind of start the idea of, paying for something on a consistent basis um i think that'll help with their mindset of when the world hits them and now they got to pay bills mm-hmm. on a consistent basis um now number four is encourage your child to get a job and apply for his own his or own credit card um i mean that's just self-explanatory right so they get a job they're making you know decent money for their situation but em- encourage them to get a credit card right Uh, Sometimes people think that getting a credit card is, you know, something bad. No, it's not. It's only bad if you abuse it. Exactly. If you are, you know, using a credit card for uh, stuff that you don't need, um, you know, stuff that really don't matter. Like the new J's came out and you're trying to cop them. Right. Um, You know, and maybe you do use a credit card for that. But just understand that for all all the kids that's listening, um, Never pay for something on the credit card that you can't pay for in cash right out. Yeah. Right. So if you are going to buy those new J's because they just came out or whatever, make sure that you still have got the available cash. Right. So maybe you pay for it with the credit card. And then that next month, you make sure that you pay in that whole thing off. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just building a habit of, you know, paying your, your bills on time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then the last thing is. Make sure that um, I know you guys are going to be going to, especially you high schoolers that's going to college, you're going to be, your address is going to continue to change, right? So you're going to go college and you might, you know, having to uh, stay on campus and then you might get um, an apartment, but use your home address as your main residence. Um, So, and and what that does is it just shows the lender that you have stability, Mm -hmm. right? So instead of, you know, uh, I'm, I'm staying at 3500 John A. Mary Boulevard, right? If you went to TSU, that, that's your address, <laughs> uh-huh. right? Just use that home address as for the lender so that, it's, that it shows you that you got stability. So those are a couple of things that you can kind of do to help establish and build the credit for you guys. Um, and one thing I would tell you is really, really try to protect that protect the credit don't make the mistakes that maybe even your parents made or the people before you made that we made uh, that we made we um, made mistakes with credit we ain't perfect we didn't follow all the rules that Marcus just told you so don't think that he's telling you these rules because 
we did it. Yeah. He's telling you those rules so that you won't make mistakes like Absolutely. we did. And when I talked about, you know, making dumb decisions in college, I remember I went to a party. Um, I had a credit card with a good limit on it. And um, I lost my phone in the party. And the first thing I did the next day was went out and bought a whole new iPhone. And this was way before you could put the thing on monthly. You know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> you had to buy, for it you outright. buy the phone outright. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just stuff like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I needed a phone, but I probably shouldn't have did it like that. Yeah. You, you know should have thought about it I should have thought more. that through a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that just... It hinders you a little bit, you know what I'm saying, especially like when it, when it comes to credit cards and stuff like that. So um, just be cautious. Parents, please, you know, talk to your kids about this. Um, you know, I think that we need to do a better job in the black community about talking about finances because you guys, you know, a lot of times you try to, you know, shield it and, and think that. I don't know what it is that why we don't want to talk about our finances like we just got a whole bunch of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all try to act like we just out here killing the game like we bill gates or something um but you know i think that if we if we had more conversations about it and just understand that you know we're all in the same place like you yeah. know what i'm saying like we're still as a as a whole now i'm not talking about everybody individually because i know there are some people out here that are doing very well mm-hmm. and that's great but as a whole we're still you know trying to figure out this wealth gap because there's a huge wealth gap between us and other races Let, let's just be clear mm-hmm. um and i think one of the main reasons is because we're not talking about it um we try to you know hide we try it. to pretend like it's not there exactly um and i think that we could do a better job of you know talking about it and then the, the biggest thing is is when you do decide to talk about it be really really careful on who you take your advice from yeah Right, because just because Uncle Susan is a doctor, Uncle the, Susan, I mean, Uncle <laughs> Uncle Jimmy is a doctor. Um, Uncle Susan, I mean Aunt Jimmy. I'm sorry. <laughs> just because Uncle Jimmy is a doctor does not necessarily mean that he knows anything about money. Yeah, facts of life. Um, because a lot of times these doctors, well, a lot of times just because somebody makes a lot of money, that doesn't mean that they know what to do with their money. There you go. And then sometimes they do know what to do, but you just you just have to be careful. Just be careful. But we do need to have a more a dialogue about how this stuff works and all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. hopefully that helps. And, you know, that's my Marcus Money Moment of the week. Cool. Well, thanks, Marcus, for that Marcus Money Moment this week. Mm-hmm. And I will say, um, if you guys are really trying to get into, like, if you're a young person who listens to this podcast or even, I mean... We're young, or I'm young. I don't know. Come on, man. I don't know. Come on, Marcus. Don't be disrespectful. But um, people our age and stuff, like, if you're trying to figure out, like, some credit stuff and work through it, and then the young people as well, and then the parents as well, if you have further questions or different things that you want to do, I'm sure Marcus would love to talk to you about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I, I got a couple people who um, are credit experts. Um, I tell people I'm not – I. I'm not going to charge you for the, you know, the stuff that I'm going to tell you, but of course, credit expert got to get paid. So they're going to charge you, um, to, to actually do this stuff. But a lot of the stuff that you can do on your own, like you don't really need anybody to do it for you. But sometimes if you got, you know, a complex situation, you might need to talk to somebody who actually specializes in that particular area. Uh, but you know, if you got some issues that you, you got, uh, let, I definitely can help you or at least tell you how to, you know, kind of start to get out the, the situation. 
push you in the right direction. At least, at least, bare minimal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're honest. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. that's the thing. Like, he knows he's not a credit expert, so he's not gonna try to, like, right tell you a whole bunch of stuff to do with your credit. He I mean, that's just, just like anything else. I tell people all the time, like, you know, we, when it comes to financial, you know, literacy. Um, there are going to be people who are specialists in different areas. It's kind of like the doctor field. And I really want people to start thinking of, you know, money as like a real career. Like, you know, when you think of a doctor, every doctor is not the same. You're not going to go to a foot doctor to deliver a baby. Right. So, I mean, it's the same thing with, with, with people in finance. And so I think people automatically assume that because somebody says that there's something that, you know, they do everything Everything, or, And it's not, it's not how this world works. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and I think it's good that people have specialties because then you absolutely. can master it. Right. If you're trying to know everything, then something's going to fall between the cracks. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying, like 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 me. I mean, you know you have your general doctors. Um, yeah. That That's what I am. Yeah. Uh, I am a general, you know what I'm saying, I pretty much can guide you along the whole path but if we and have just like general doctors if you got something seriously, seriously wrong exactly. they're gonna recommend you to a specialist there you go <laughs> there you go so i mean that pretty much sums up what i am right you can come to me and i can do everything for you we can do your checkup you know what i'm yeah. saying i can make sure you're good we can do your intro your retirement all that type of stuff but if you, you come to me with some craziness i'm be like hey this person right here they're gonna guide you to the right place because i don't go this deep Right. So and he ain't gonna lie. And I, say, I, I promise oh, you. Oh, I lie. can treat you like that commercial the commercial where they're like, um, I can't remember what company it's for, but like a doctor's about to do a surgery and he's like, I can kinda do it or oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I somewhat think it's progressive I'm or... somewhat ready for this. <laughs> it's like, uh don't uh, you want somebody, somebody that's gonna know, be sure? Who knows this stuff? Yeah. yeah so. so cool. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, let's go ahead and move right into our main topic of the day. I don't know at this point how long we're going to talk about this, but we might end up wrapping up a little bit earlier today than normal, but we'll see. We'll just let it flow naturally. So I was about to say March. (laughs) May is Mental Health Awareness Month, Mm -hmm. and it's just such a coincidence that the topic I want to talk about actually has a little bit to do with your mental health and different things like that, because we're going to talk a little bit about insecurities. And the reason why I want to talk about insecurities today is because of the whole Aisha Curry and red table talk situation. I think that it has been a hot topic and it would only be right if we discuss it. Okay. So if you guys are not familiar, Aisha Curry is Steph Curry's wife that plays for the Warriors, Golden State Warriors. She's his wife. And um, Aisha Curry, her mom, her her sister-in-law, and then her, well, Seth Curry's fiance. So, like, all the women in the Curry era, I guess, they were on Red Table Talk last week. And Aisha Curry made a comment that kind of ruffled a lot of people's feathers. But I don't necessarily think that it was justified. And we're just going to talk about it. Okay. So I actually have a, the clip from Red Table Talk when Aisha said what she said. And I hope that y'all are going to be able to hear it because it's the first time I'm like putting a clip on here. But um, 
I wanted to play it because I don't want to misquote her and I don't want it to be misconstrued or misunderstood or anything like that. So I want to play exactly what she says before we talk about it. Yeah, because I know I'm sure that everybody who listens to this don't listen to Red Table Talk. Right. right. And so I don't want to just kind of say what the the gist of what she said. No, I want y'all to hear what she said and how she said it. Okay. As Marcus is getting some pure white Hennessy. Okay. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Understanding. Something that really bothers me and like honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of an insecurity is the fact that, yeah, like there are all these women like throwing themselves. But me, like the past 10 years, like I don't have any of that. Like I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then, you like, I begin to internalize it. And I'm like, is something wrong with you're me? Not, like, you're, you're not, not looking. What? You're not like, looking. You're not even you're not looking. But I'm going to tell you something else, too. When your radar's turned off, because I, I dealt with that for years, too. Like, and I was young. Like you. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God. Fair. I mean. Because I don't want it. But yeah. it would be nice to know that, like, someone's looking. But that when your radar's dangerous. turned <laughs> off. That can get real dangerous. Don't ever think for one minute that it ain't no some men out there looking at you like I wish. Honestly. And I'm going to tell you who knows that more than anybody. Okay. So hopefully y'all can hear it because I couldn't really figure out uh, which part of the speaker the sound was coming out the best out of. But no, it was actually at the top while you pointed at that. Look, the little bars on my thing went up the highest when I had it on the other part. Thank you very much. Why you think you know? He over here pointing like, duh, it's this. But anyway, okay. So before we dive into it, I would like to know from a male perspective, because that's really the main people who are giving her a hard time. I would like to know from a male perspective, your take on what she said. Number one, did it bother you? Uh, it didn't bother me. Okay. Um, Num- but, number two. Hold on. Oh, okay. Go ahead. But I can see where the, um, how can I phrase this? I can see where the, the issues with people would come up. Okay. Because it almost sounds like she is seeking attention, even though I understand where she was coming from. So if you understand where she's coming from, how can you get that it seems like she's seeking attention? Because if you don't listen to it in the whole context, which I listened to the whole thing, Mm -hmm. so I knew where she was coming from. But if you only hear a glimpse of it or you read the headlines, it comes off like she was seeking attention. Yeah, well, I think from the clip that I just played, I don't, and in my opinion, I don't think that whole clip... played sounds like she was seeking attention but again because you are you listen to the entire interview so, i know but so i you, but you i heard, took myself out of that and i just but i don't think to the you clip. could do that i don't think you could take yourself out of it because you heard what the priest stuff was before that clip even came in so you already knew where she was going when she said what she said well maybe so she, she didn't give like that clip didn't talk about how she was really talking about how Steph really gets a lot of attention from a lot of different women. And, you know, if you deal with that, you know, over and over and over and over and over again, eventually you're going to feel like, well, damn, I want some attention too. Well, she said that in the clip. I mean, I mean but, you know, 
She they said for the past 10 years, she said for the last 10 years, Steph has been getting like all this attention and she's like, I I don't get any of that. So it's like, geez, like, is there something wrong with me? Like basically being vulnerable and letting people in on an insecurity that she has. Yeah. Um, Which if everyone is completely honest with themselves, we all have a little bit of insecurity. We are human, human people like human interaction. Right. So regardless if you're married in a relationship or whatever, if someone finds you desirable, regardless of if you want the attention, you know what I mean? Like you're not asking for it. You're not saying like, I want to be with somebody else. But if somebody tells you that you are attractive it makes you feel good. Yeah. Or it's especially she's saying for the past, she's been with him forever. Right. So I can relate to her in that fact to where like, I've been with you for a very long time and I've, I've gone through times where I've kind of felt like, am I still attractive to him? Like, am I, and, and it's nothing, it has nothing to do with you because you tell me I'm beautiful every single day. Like, mm. and I appreciate that. But I'm pretty sure Steph tells her that she's beautiful every single day as well. I mean, he came back and backed her up after all these people were giving her all this flack because he understood where she was coming from. But it just it it's just like a piece of validation for a woman. And when it comes back to her, she is a mother of three children. She's gone through childbirth three different times. Her body has probably gone through things that I can't even imagine because I'm not a mom yet. Mm. And so I'm sure that insecurity gets heightened at different times of her life. And so all she's saying is, gee, Steph getting all this attention. Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, do people not think that I'm pretty? You know what I mean? But yeah, I think that, um, you know, I have to agree with uh, Mr. Charlemagne, the God on this one. So what did Charlemagne say? Because I don't think that I heard what he said. No, you didn't hear it. I was listening to it by myself. But he was saying that we need to get to a place where we're not looking for validation from other people. True. It Um, is true. and, And he was blaming social media for it. Right. Because we live in a world where. Um, you know, if we not getting enough likes on our picture, we feel like something's wrong with us. I mean, I can agree with that. So that is you know true. What I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's kind of like, that's a, that's a whole problem. Like, so it's not about how I feel about a certain situation. It's it, how does other people feel about me in this situation? And that kind of gives me validation if they like it, but it don't matter how I feel about it. I think it's a little bit of both. I think it matters how you feel. Cause if you don't like it, you're not going to post it. Right. Or you're not going to wear that or you're not going to do that to your hair. or You're not going to rock something a certain way if you don't like it. But then to know that someone else likes it or finds it attractive, it feels good, too. Yeah, but his whole point was, why do why do you care more I, about, I get that. I more get about that. what the other person thinks about the situation other than what you do? And his whole point was, I'm pretty sure that his her husband, meaning Steph, probably tells her that every day. So it's kind of like you're underlining how he tells you because that should be the only person that really matters about how you look i mean i mean no matter how you put that like so me telling you that you're beautiful every day should have way more weight than the joe Smo, you know down the street telling you that you look good right because we're in a committed relationship we're you know it might hold more weight but it's still it's kind of like Sometimes you can get into a situation where it's like, well, you're my husband, so you're supposed to say that. 
No, it's not because honestly, we wouldn't be here if I didn't feel that way. I understand that, no, but I'm but just. I don't think it, it, if. You no, no, did, no. I understand that, but I'm saying I'm trying to put myself in her shoes no, and it. what she's trying she to really say. She's really just trying to be like, shit, I'm trying to see if I still got it. Yeah. Like, that's really what it is. Exactly. But his point was, why does that shit matter when you got married? I just think that that's, <laughs> you know but I, I, I get where he's coming from, and but I also feel like that's also being critical of her feelings though. I'm not really being critical of the feelings. Cause I understand where she's coming from, but on the same token, like, it's like, yo, you got a man who adores you from what it looks like on the outside. So why isn't that enough for you? And you got to realize too, that it probably isn't even about Steph himself. It's right. It's probably more so about his celebrity or who he is on the basketball court. It's probably, it's not really about him. Because you can replace him with any other person on the basketball court and it's going to be the same thing. So it's really not about Steph. It's about his celebrity. Yeah, but he still gets a whole lot of attention. Because of his celebrity. But it doesn't matter. It does matter. The reason why he gets it. Matters. it. No, it, it doesn't. Matters. Because if she's, it doesn't matter the reason why he's getting attention. The point is, is that he's getting it. It doesn't matter the why. But what I'm telling you is it should matter. Why? Because it's just about, it's not about him. So if you know that and you know the game, she ain't new to this. It's a game. But it's still, she has to live in it every single day. Like she has to live in it every single day, live it, breathe it. And it makes me so sick of all the people who are like, she knew what she was getting herself into. That has absolutely nothing to do with her feelings. She didn't know what she was getting into as far as like the backlash she was going to get from people and all that. She didn't sign up for that. She signed up to be Steph Curry's wife. I mean, period. You got to understand, like when you date a certain type of person, you understand that if they for in order for them to get to X, Y and Z and be able to provide the things that he's able to provide for her, there's going to come with some some type of something that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All that is good. My whole thing is. Let her feel the way that she wants to feel and don't label her as a thought or a I mean, hoe I would never or, say that. I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying because that's the kind of things that she's I mean, been being called. I don't agree with, with all the stuff that she's getting, but she does have to understand that, yeah, you can have the you can feel however you want to feel, but you can't be mad at somebody if they tell you um, an opinion about how you feel. I mean, I don't think I don't think she's mad. I mean, her response was very mature to it all, but you know, I just think it's kind of hypocritical for the world to kind of look at celebrities and people in the limelight and feel like, oh, um, they're so fake. They never let us see the real them. And this is all for show or whatever, whatever. And then she's here on the Red Table Talk where you're supposed to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And she's showing a vulnerable moment. And she's saying like, hey, she she used the word insecurity. Mm-hmm. And then she said, it taps into my insecurity. like, and, and she's being vulnerable in that moment. And now she's being ripped to shreds for it. No, I get that. You know what I'm saying? But you just got to understand that a lot of times you're dealing with trolls and people who don't have anything or never going to have anything. And so they, you know, they get a joy in making somebody else feel some type of way. So, I mean, and I'm pretty sure that she's not even paying attention to most of the stuff that people saying anyway. I'm pretty sure she's seen it, which is I mean, why she's she had some to stuff. respond to it. I'm saying she, she's seen some stuff of it. But again, like when you open yourself up for it, you just got to be willing to take whatever comes with that. I just know that Everybody in this world has an insecurity about something, and it might not be that, but it's something, something. right? I mean, and so, excuse me, for anyone to judge someone else's insecurities, that is why we have mental health issues. 
that's part of the reason why mental health issues exist because people feel like they have to hide how they feel in order to fit into this box or hide how they feel so they don't get judged for how they're feeling and especially celebrities because they're they're all their business is blasted for the world to see and so i just think that we just need to do a better job of not judging people i get it but and not jump into those conclusions about how people feel and i mean i don't know i don't know i mean to me you know if if the tables were reversed and i was you know super super famous and then you said that stuff um, I would probably feel like you was being a little bratty in the situation because it's like what I, I really would, and the reason why. So I, how come? Hold on, can I finish? Well, hold on, can I ask you a question? No, though? let me finish, and then you can okay. ask me. Okay. So, and the reason why I say that is because it's like you know, so many other people would be dying to be in that position. So and, and what do you mean? So she still. So it's like it's like you're not. It's like you're not. You're finding a complaint in in this world that is it's 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 so it's it's, it's a, you're in a great position like so many other people would love to be in this situation and you're finding one thing to to complain about and it's just like yo guy has blessed you to to be in this position and yet you're still talking about something that that you you know you're mad but about but she can't help her insecurities Man, I get and that. so i'm saying you okay so you're saying if you were in his position let's say you were a famous basketball player like Steph Curry mm-hmm. and I'm your wife and you basically just said that if I said what I what his wife said mm-hmm. that you would think I was being bratty so you think Aisha was being bratty in a sense but I'm not I'm not faulting her in a sense that she feels cuz cuz people going to feel how they feel I want you to but, know that you sound very like contradictory right I mean, now because i really feel like it's a gray area on this thing because a part of me is like yo you're gonna feel how you want to feel but you know you gotta be you gotta understand that it's gonna be received this type of way regardless so i can feel mad about whatever but it still may come across this type of way and you know to him I'm I'm sure he felt some type of way of course he's gonna back his wife up right because he did he came out and had a statement about it but in the back of his head, he like, damn, am I not? I'm, I, does my words for you not matter? Because that's kind of how it comes across. Like, but that's not what she said. But it is though. It's not. She like, damn, I want some attention. Like, damn, do I not give you t- attention? I don't think. I th- I don't think that's how she was. How she was. But that, saying it again. That's how it came off. Like I don't the way know that, about that. For real. Like seriously. That's your opinion. And I disagree. I, I mean, apparently, my opinion ain't the only one. The only person that feels yeah, like that. Yeah, but you. So you started out this section saying that you understood where she was coming from and all of this stuff, but you're you actually don't. Because I do understand. You don't. <laughs> hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let's be clear. Let's be real clear on this. Just because I understand where you're coming from doesn't mean I agree with you. Period. I told you from jump. I said, yeah. I understand where she's coming from, which is the truth. I do understand. That doesn't necessarily mean I so agree. So let me ask you this. You don't think she has a right to feel that way? I mean, she's going to have a right to feel however she want to feel. Period. I can't control how you feel about something. We just talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you can't control how but someone feels. But you can't feels. be mad at, at whoever if they give you an opinion about how you feel about something. That's just... Yeah, but I just think that your your thought process about it is kind of messed up. I mean, it's just real. That's reality. Like, I'm sure that he felt some type of way, but of course he's not going to come out in the public and be like, 
yo, you know, that was messed up. He going back his wife the same way I would have. But I'm sure behind closed doors, he was like, like, dang, you couldn't have had a conversation with me? I'm pretty sure he didn't even know about this. I'm sure he watched it before it went live. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I mean, it came from the Smiths. Yeah. I don't know if he had that type of luxury. I'm to sure just be like, they watched it before it went live. I don't know. I don't know. I'm but, sure they weren't blindsided by it, but they probably I mean, did. But they probably didn't expect it to blow up the way that it did off of what she said. But I'm sure that they, because they probably had to approve it before it went out. I don't. You giving them too much credit. I'm just saying. I, I think you giving them too much credit. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty not. sure. I'm pretty sure before the show, because that's not how that's not how the world works. Like I'm pretty sure before the show, they had to sign a contract saying whatever's on here, that's what it is. Like they're not gonna be able to say, "Oh, we not taking this." They ain't, they ain't got that much pull. Let's be. Uh, when it I comes guess. to them, the Smiths. I guess all I'm saying is, don't fault people for their insecurities. My husband clearly is over here faulting her for her insecurities. I never faulted her just because she, I don't he's agree. not agreeing with what she said, and he's calling her bratty because of what she said. See. You are calling her bratty because you said if I said it, then I would be bratty. So in turn, you're calling her bratty. But you're doing the same thing that you're saying you hate, hate when people do. What? You're getting mad at the way I feel. I'm about not it. mad. And I'm you're, not you're, mad. You're, you just don't agree with the way no, I feel. I'm not mad at the way you, that you, you don't agree feel. with the way I feel. So it's just I'm like, no, mad. like, let's be real. Like, I'm you not, can be. I'm not mad at how you feel. I just didn't realize this was your take on it. I mean, it's, I mean, the more because more when I, we talked about when we briefly talked about it before we got on the microphone, I thought that you had a little bit more understanding for I where do she's coming from. Where she's coming no, no, from. no, 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 no. I don't mean you understand where she's coming from. I thought you had more understanding of her feelings and like a little bit more compassion in the situation. The point is, but you have no compassion. No, I for do it. have compassion. Cause I understand because if you see that your significant other is getting a lot of attention in ape, just because the type of people we are, you're going to want to feel like, Damn. because I honestly feel like let's flip it the other way. If it if was the other way, I bro. was the famous person and I had people always being in my DMS trying to holler every time I go somewhere, whatever, whatever. And you got zero attention. You would definitely have a problem. I think the, my, my feeling on that would be a little bit different. Here's how. So it wouldn't be about me getting attention from other people. It would be more so of me trying to make sure that I had your attention. Yeah, but you would. Just like you're saying with their situation, he's like, dang, am I not am I not telling you you're beautiful enough? I would be validating you and making sure that you knew that but you that, were important not, to we me. Don't, we don't know that information from them, too. We don't know that. But I, you we're talking said about me it. And you. But you said it. You said that he's probably like, dang, I be telling you you're beautiful. But you now you're saying you don't know if no, he because do that. you're trying to flip it on to a whole nother thing. We're talking you about me and you. You flipped it to me and you. You are talking about you me and you. You flipped it to you so being famous. Is, so I'm flipping it to me being famous so, because I want you to put yourself in Aisha's what shoes. I'm, what I'm telling you is my feeling wouldn't be about other people. It would be about me trying to make sure that I had your but attention. But that's the thing. In the grand scheme of things, I really don't think her her insecurity is other people. Her insecurity but is that's within what she herself. Said. No, her insecurity is within herself. She doesn't feel beautiful or she doesn't feel like wanted. But that that's a problem in itself. Like, why don't you feel beautiful? Because other people outside of your marriage are not telling you something. Because she's human. I mean, I just, and that that's the answer. That's the that point is blank, the point, you answer. cannot like me and the people on here cannot like me anymore because of this but i'm gonna just say this like if i get married to somebody i'm gonna 
seek their approval more than anybody else because Absolutely. that's the person that's I'm committed to. Absolutely. So the other people outside that. of the marriage don't matter. It just don't. I don't think that you're getting the point of, of no, what I trying get, to say. Like, the, the, so the problem with people and when you get into an <laughs> argument with somebody, they, when you don't agree with them, they try to tell you that you don't understand. And it's like, okay, well, you I went understand. to college. I have a degree, right? So do I. Got, I. I got many licenses behind so my I name. Got, I got my stuff as well. So it's, I don't, it's not a problem with me comprehending anything. Okay, so you comprehend, so we just don't agree. There you go. Period. People be like, you just don't get it. No, nigga, I get it. Like, I promise you, I get it. Point is, I just don't agree. Okay. It's just like when I was in the barbershop the other day, and they was talking about what's wrong with the community, black community. And I had to tell him straight up, like, black people are just not monolithic. We all don't think the same. That's just what it is. So, point is, I think that if she... I have no idea what you were just talking about. It's fine. We ain't getting into all that. We, ain't gonna, we, ain't, we don't got to go into that today. Yeah, But, thanks. point is... I think that, you know, I definitely understand where she's coming from. Her feelings about, you know, whatever is a human thing, right? We all go through, we all have insecurities. I get all of that. But I still think that the most and most important thing is how is he making you feel? Yeah. And maybe since we don't know what's going on in their house, maybe she ain't. I mean, maybe he's not maybe showing her no attention. And that could be so, the stem of it. And if that's so, the case, then if, if that's the case, there's nothing for me to say about it. Because if that if, if he's not doing his job and making her feel secure and, you know, telling her that she's beautiful every day and, you know, he's paying attention to the thoughts. It's a whole nother conversation. Mm. But the illusion that they're putting out is that they're this perfect, perfect thing. Mm-hmm. or as close to perfect as they can be mm-hmm. so if their illusion is what is reality then her comments really don't align with that it just don't to me but that's how you know social media is a highlight reel because we go. really just don't know we just don't know and, so, and, and if if that's it then and, i'm and, on your side and that's the point also we don't know so to judge her for how she feels is wrong because we just don't know right i mean it could be it could be telling us that you know maybe he ain't because um I was listening to the shop and he and LeBron said the realest thing. He gave us a bar. Matter of fact, he got a lot of bars. Like he could be like he got bars. Okay, but what LeBron he said, junk, uh, groupie. Whatever. <laughs> he, he real, man. I mean, anybody who don't like LeBron, you just a hater and you, Okay, what was the bars? I'm not even talking about because of basketball. I'm just talking about what he has done coming from Yeah, I feel the same way about Beyonce. Anyway, what are the bars? I mean, fine. I like Beyonce too. But he said anybody who's great or is achieve trying to achieve greatness it's got to sacrifice something period. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I'm going to be great and I'm trying to achieve whatever it is, something is going to sacrifice. And a lot of time it's the, probably the people that's closest to you. Right. Because you're probably spending more time, you know, trying to achieve this, whatever, whatever. So my point in saying all that is, is maybe there is a disconnect because he's spending so much time trying to perfect this game that provides his family with so much. Mm-hmm. So maybe that is an issue for her that she didn't really realize was going to be a problem, right? Because there's a difference between a Steph Curry and uh, don't play nobody. Okay, I ain't gonna play him. <laughs> but there is a big difference between. I get it. There's him. a difference between Steph Curry and then somebody that we don't know their name. Go ahead. Facts. All right. right. I ain't gonna throw nobody in. Exactly. Okay. Don't do that. All right. <laughs> but there's a big difference between the two. Yeah. So in order for him to to not only get to that point because being great is not about getting there it's about staying there it's about consistency 
So because I achieved or I got to the, the peak of where I was trying to get it, that's not going to be enough because now I'm going to want to be able to sustain it. So he's having to continue to stay to that level because if he ever starts to peak off, then now he's getting criticized, getting ridiculed, money's messed up, et cetera, et cetera. So that's probably a problem that she didn't see coming because maybe she didn't see Steph Curry being Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that might be an issue. So now she just doesn't feel validated. Yeah. And maybe he didn't know. Maybe this was a sign. Maybe she just. Maybe she said it on the show so he would get the. Maybe like she said it on the show so it would get his attention yeah. so that she can start receiving that validation. I agree. So it may. She may have put it out there for her own household and y'all took it and ran with it like she had thought of something trying to get all I these people in her den. But that people. Was going, that's going no, a bit listen. Too much. I know you wouldn't say that, but I, I saw it. No, People I were calling her thoughts. They was calling her a hoe. They was calling her a gold digger. They was calling her all these different things. And I'm just like, y'all really don't even know her. Yeah, like, y'all don't know thigh. her. Y'all don't know much. their situation. This whole conversation, this whole debate that Marcus and I just had was based off of speculation. Right. This conversation was based off of what they allow us to see on social media, which is a highlight reel and her comment on the Red Table Talk. Everything else in between there is their business, yeah. which really all of it's their I business. I mean, but at the end of the day, like, I understand you say that, you know, we can't judge how she feel about something, but we, people do that every day. But I, I will say it did invite unnecessary attention because I did see a whole bunch of dudes like DMing her and they were screenshotting. I'm sure she turned her DMs off. You know what I'm saying? And they like, hey, you know, say my name is Brittany. <laughs> I'm sure she turned or her whatever. DMs so off. So it's like, yo, dog, like, you know, I mean, she's not a, you know, an ugly woman. She's no, a very attractive woman. I think she's very woman. pretty. Yeah. So you know, and I and I know she knows that. So it's it's kind of like, but Marcus, you don't know that she knows that. Come on, man. You don't know that she knows that every woman. I mean, you're not on the cover girl commercial if you just look like every, Donald Duck. Every beautiful woman is not 100 percent confident in their beauty. Like every beautiful woman doesn't feel like they're all that which is probably part of what makes her so relatable to people and so humble because she, she's not conceited. She's not stuck up. She, she doesn't see herself in that way. And that's not uncommon. Like everybody doesn't see themselves in the eyes of what other people see them on the days when I feel like I look a hot mess and I feel like I look so ugly and you tell me I look beautiful. Because I'm like, you know why? You know why? What? Because you are beautiful. Well, thank you, baby. But I'm not even saying that just to be, you know, sweet is what y'all would say but i'm just being real like you are beautiful at least in I my know, eyes i know and you tell me and, all the time and, and, I, don't I, understand and I appreciate why, it why that isn't enough but listen but you didn't even let me finish what okay, i'm saying what the point that i'm making is when i look in the mirror on those days and you're telling me that i'm beautiful i don't see exactly what you see because at that moment I don't feel beautiful. Like I feel like I look a hot mess. <laughs> and there's and there's days where I tell you that you look good and you like, man, I ain't got no haircut. Like I look scruffy. I look this. And I'm like, but you look good to me. You know what I mean? So we don't always see each other in the eyes that other people see us. Mm-hmm. And that's another part of being human, which it, it's a blessing and a curse. Like it's it's a curse in the fact that like we should like what we see all the time. But it, the reality is we just don't. Yeah. And so no, she might not think that she's just beautiful all the time, even though everybody says that she is or she is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that is a part of her insecurity. That is a part of her struggle with herself. And so, you know, no, it is I mean, what it, it is. I get it. I mean, I would just say that, uh, you know, before she would have got on here and, and did all that, maybe she should have had a 
conversation with, with her husband. Maybe she did. Maybe she did. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know if she said, just so you know, so you ain't been giving me no attention. I'm about to go on this red table talk <laughs> and you're going to see what I'm about to say. Like she could have did that. We don't know. We yeah. don't, we don't know nothing. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. You know, but you know, it kind of brings me to um, the one episode in one of my favorite shows, <laughs> Different World. <laughs> what episode? The episode when Whitley was trying to get the attention of Dwayne. Oh, which one? Because it was a couple when, when she, she was went on to the Montel Williams show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the daddy just don't do me anymore. <laughs> daddy just don't do me no more. <laughs> and it wasn't about. You know what I'm saying? Like, it went about her. He was just working. And he didn't realize. He didn't realize. He didn't realize that she was needing that attention. But I'm pretty sure if she would have just had a conversation with him, he probably would have just let her know. Yeah. So it go it goes all the way back to making sure you communicate with your partner. Because I'm pretty sure that a lot of arguments could be, you know, thrown out the window if you have a conversation with the person who you are with. Because yeah. y'all can, you know, talk about it. Um, and you can be as the most vulnerable you can be with anybody on the world with your significant other. And if you, yep. if you ever get to a point where you feel like you can't be vulnerable with the person who you're with, then you really need to reevaluate that that situation. Because I can be who I am every day with you. And Same. the world does not know a clue about who I really am. Oh, yeah. they Y'all don't even you know. know. <laughs> and I can only do that with you. Like, you right. know the stuff that pisses me off. You know the stuff that makes me happy. Mm. The shit that makes me sad. The stuff that I would never be, you know, go out in the world and say. But you know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and if you ever get to a point where you can't do that with that person, then, you know, you might need to check, check, check something out. Because it might not be what you think it is. True. Yeah. You got to definitely because I feel the same way. Like I'm 100 percent myself. Yeah. With you, as weird as I am and all everything. Man, shit, man. <laughs> you know, otherwise, why are we here? Why are we doing yeah. this? Yeah. And true. if she feel like she can't be 100 percent or vice versa, like it ain't what it, it ain't what we think it is. But, you know, on the flip side of that, too. We don't know the demons that they have to deal with of being on a in daily the basis. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, yes. Um, so, again, yeah. you shouldn't be judging. I mean, I'm not judging. I'm just. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm, yeah. When I say you, I'm looking at the mic. I ain't looking at you. I'm, just saying, I'm, I'm just, talking to all y'all out there who judge. Because I, I, I feel like, well, I'm not going to go there because we're going to get into a whole nother debate and we need to wrap this up. But, no, I, I understand your take on it. And I think you understand my no, take on it. No, I absolutely understand your take on it. But um, I just, I don't, I just want us to do a better job I of just, not judging people because that that wraps it back into it being mental health awareness. You can't. People's mental health is nothing to play with. A lot of us out here is that's struggling real. with with stuff on our own in our in our own PTSD, heads. Anxiety. Yes. You know what I'm saying. And you don't know Depression. what somebody's dealing with on a daily basis. So if you judging them, you're saying rude things behind a computer screen. You're a part of the problem. You're contributing to the mental health issues that they're facing. So just stop. But I <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly agree with everything you just said. But I also want to point out that. The reason why I have a different opinion about it is because I want the strength to come between me and you or yeah. them too. Right. right. And a lot of the problems that, you know, couples go through is when they start to seek attention or advice outside From other people. Right. of that ring. 
Yeah. Right. Why is it a ring? Right. It's supposed to be continuous between me, man and whoever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when you start to seek validation from mom, dad, cousin, brother, sister, social media. Now we got problem. Now, now you're inviting that shit into our marriage and our marriage is supposed to be between us. Very true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so I think that's where my real issue is. The more and more I thought about it, I was like, look, y'all need to have a conversation with between y'all two and then y'all can kind of figure that out mm-hmm. because I'm pretty sure that, you know, that attention that he's getting, that's doing something to him too. It ain't just about her. Like, I'm pretty sure he's feeling some type of way about that too because every time he goes out, he's a target. Well, and that's what Jada said. So if y'all haven't watched the Red Table Talk episode, I encourage you to go watch it because it was a very good one. But Jada was just talking about how she she had to put herself in Will's shoes one time and she's just like, oh my gosh, if I had all of these girls coming at me, like wow like she said it's a lot you know what i mean so that's that's another side of mental health Mm -hmm. because he's trying to be a faithful husband and father right and people are just thotting out here not them the (laughs) thought yeah yeah. (laughs) trying to break up a happy home trying to get that opportunity to break up a happy home like those are the ones that are the thoughts yeah but um yeah it's it's hard to judge people when you don't really know um, and I'm not going to say judge because, I mean, you shouldn't judge, but it's, it's it's hard to to kind of put yourself in their shoes when you really don't even understand the how and why they feel and do the things that they do because it's on like a whole different level, especially when you talk about celebrities. Like you yep. just don't understand what a celebrity goes through until you're a, a celebrity. Right. So you can't think your little simple mind and your little, you know. Which is us. Simple exactly. minds. Your little simple <laughs> mind and your little nine to five is any comparable to, to what they to going what they through. going through to Beyonce and Jay Z schedule. Like, I'm not even about to try to you know what I'm saying figure out what Beyonce and Jay Z going through because yeah. I'm like a peon compared to them. You know what I'm saying? A, peon. a whole peon. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to them, like yeah. you stop, man. Like yeah, it's like like you trying to judge somebody and you ain't even the Beyonce or Jay Z of your career. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you like chill out. It's bro. just so much easier to just not go there. Like just. It just be funny. Just to me, uplift dog. people. You just would. try to see the try to see the good in every situation. Don't always try to look at the negative because that's exactly what people did. I mean, oh, she trying to she trying to get her side, dude. Like that's immediately <laughs> that's immediately what people went to, and that that ain't it. That so ain't before it. Before you judge them, ask before you judge whoever you about to judge. Ask yourself: Are you that person of your career? <laughs> Like, whatever that is, you know what I'm saying? So, if you about to judge LeBron, ask yourself, are you the LeBron in your career? If you ain't the LeBron in your career, shut the hell up. I don't want to hear it. Like, facts of life. Just shut the hell up because you ain't that. Okay. That's all I got to say. You are a LeBron groupie if I ever seen I mean, one. I mean, how could you not like him? I like him, but I ain't no groupie. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a, I mean, look, I can say the same thing about you and Beyonce. I mean, I oh, am I'm, a I'm, Beyonce I'm, groupie. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not a Beyonce groupie. I am in the beehive. So yeah, I mean, that's that's real, you know. But so. you trying to act like you ain't no LeBron groupie. I, I just respect everything he's done and the stuff on the court and off the court. And the fact, I think the real, one main reason why I love LeBron so much is the fact that he remained true to the people that was in his circle. 
Yeah. He he literally took the people in his circle and brought him, them up with him. And I think a lot of times in our community, we don't do that. So we'll see an opportunity. Maybe you're the, the talent in the circle. You see an opportunity and then you go flock to the people who don't look like you. And then you forget about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I really respect that. And so that's why I go hard for LeBron. Not even because, you know, he's one of the best basketball players ever, but because of how he did his business off the court. And so that's why his picture is hanging up on my freaking wall okay just so y'all know yeah he has a whole big old he has multiple pictures of lebron on his wall actually there you go so call it what you want okay but that's what it is all right well we actually have gone a little bit over time but that's okay that's fine we had a very good discussion i don't think we didn't we didn't think it was gonna go no i didn't think it was gonna go that long but i'm glad that we did i mean i think it came full circle Mm -hmm. i think we both got out what we wanted to say about it and then i think we came to a common place to where we can agree where we are right now Mm -hmm. so great great discussion honey Mm -hmm. all right guys well if y'all want to chime in on this conversation feel free to email us at our house the podcast at gmail.com or you can um, shoot us a DM at our house, the podcast with your thoughts. And um, if you want to talk to me or whatever, or you have any topic ideas or uh, I don't know, what am I trying to say? I don't know, but make sure y'all check out my wife's blog through jams. Eyes. She got some good Aww. stuff up there right now. Thanks. Um, and she's doing some good stuff. So if you need some tips and fashioning and, and all types of stuff that you didn't even think you wanted to know about, Go check out that blog through jamseyes.com. <laughs> Thank you for mm-hmm. that plug. I appreciate that. For sure. Yeah. And um, my Instagram is Jamaria Olivia J. And go check out my husband's website <laughs> and his Instagram at Johnson Capital Planning. Mm-hmm. And he has all the things you need for your financial planning. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be like those doctor uh, billboards where they say I am accepting new new patients and clients. <laughs> <laughs> I am accepting new clients. <laughs> yeah, I am accepting new clients. So if you want to be a client, um, if nobody if no one calls you a client, let me be that guy to call you a client. <laughs> <laughs> you are so silly. Okay, go on and tell them your Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Marcus Deontay J, or you can find me at Johnson Capital Planning. And if you're looking for some uh, some good music to get get through your nine to five when you're at your desk and you're not trying to have that ratchet stuff playing while you're at your desk, you can always listen to Passion Speaks Louder. Yes, by Passion Marcus Speaks J. Louder by Marcus J. It'll get J. you through your, through your work day, I promise. You can find it on iTunes, uh, uh, where? I mean, iTunes, Spotify, Spotify Tidal, YouTube. All that stuff. Anywhere that. music is streamed, you can find me. Okay. Are we done? That's it. All righty. Well, thanks y'all for um, listening to this episode. And again, if you have any topic ideas or any questions y'all want to ask us or anything like that, feel free to send us an email. We're always ready and willing to listen to your emails. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get on out of here. All righty. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. Thanks for coming over and hanging out with us. We will talk to you next week. Peace.